1: This is MuggleCast, the Harry Potter podcast discussing everything about J.K. Rowling's wizarding world. This week's episode is brought to you by Puffs. Some people are born to save the world from an evil wizard, and some people sit next to those people at magic school. Puffs, the off-Broadway play, is their story, which Mashable called, quite simply, hysterical. Now playing at the Electra Theater in New York. Tickets and more at puffstheplay.com. Save 10% on your ticket order by using code MugglePuffs and by canvaspeople.com bring one of your favorite photos to life on a beautiful 11x14 canvas for free, just pay shipping visit canvaspeople.com and use code Muggle at checkout and by Harry's, Eric, Mike, and I love using Harry's to shave and we think you will too, they're so confident you'll love their blades, they're giving you their trial set for free just cover $3 in shipping visit harrys.com MuggleCast right now to get the set Welcome to MuggleCast episode 317. I'm Andrew.
2: I'm Eric. And I'm Micah.
1: Happy birthday, Eric. We're recording
0: on your birthday. Hey. Woo-hoo. Thanks, guys. You're working. What are you doing to celebrate today? Yeah, uh, yeah well, working on my birthday, I'm going to C2E2, actually, um, later today, which is a convention that's been going on this weekend in Chicago. And uh, right now, I'm just uh, drinking 7-Up out of a Golden Chalice. So, uh, oh, that's fancy
1: of you <laughs> yeah,
0: well i so- I partied a little hard last night, so seven eleven or seven up <laughs> it is um but uh <laughs> the uh the golden chalice I just got the other week uh celebrating somebody else's birthday at medieval times um is seven up a hangover cure? This is news to me I think ginger ale in general um and like a lemon wow. lime sort of flavored. Drink. It's it's actually supposed to be ginger ale, but I had Seven Up, so that's what I'm drinking. Oh, okay. Um, but no, it's well, great. I I there's nothing I'd rather be doing on my birthday than podcasting with you guys.
1: Aw, that's sweet. <laughs> um, I actually have a question for you. Okay. Since it is your birthday, just like a fun mini game here, if you could ask J.K. Rowling one thing, and she would answer guaranteed for your birthday, like oh, she promised
0: you she'd answer it.
2: God, what
0: would the question? B, put me on the spot here. I, uh, you know, I saw this was in the doc, but then immediately forgot about
2: it, so I haven't prepped. I, an I was going to say it's not like it hasn't been sitting here for a <laughs> few days for you to kind of think. Through. I
0: forgot it was in there. Oh my yeah, god, guy! I need. Definitely that. wrote it like four days ago. <laughs> oh well, man, and Eric,
2: um, you know, what you don't know is that as soon as your answer is given, we are going to tweet from the MuggleCast we'll account. Oh
0: my! To god. J.K. Rowling,
2: saying it is Eric's birthday. Please answer the following question. You guys, this
0: is the nicest birthday gift anyone's ever gotten me.
1: <laughs> wow, and it's free. I, it's, I yeah, need time. So I know it oh, costs no. is, nothing.
2: Is it really better than the golden chalice you're drinking 7-Up out of? Well, I <laughs> bought that. It was like $22 at <laughs> Medieval Times. But um, I, I got I
0: need more time to think about it. All right, by the end of the episode. Yeah, by the end of the I'm not going to like string this out for weeks. <laughs> I've I've
1: got the tweet ready.
0: Oh, man. Thank JK you. J.K.
1: Rowling, it's Spielerman's birthday. Please answer the following question.
0: currently blank I love it currently blank oh wait so how many characters are left because that's 60 (laughs)
1: we're
2: gonna make it work Eric so whatever you come up with we're gonna ask
1: alright make it count because she's
0: definitely going to
1: answer
2: (laughs) this is really special you guys I'm
0: gonna think about it
1: okay Eric is so excited he's just gonna be (laughs) let down because J.K.
0: Rowling is not gonna answer but we'll try she'll answer you never know. <laughs> people, uh, well, people, as, as a birthday gift to me, I'm requesting everyone retweet our tweet. Um, yeah, I think that's it's a good idea. Tweeted. And thank you all. That's,
1: yeah. All right. Well, it's time to get to work on Eric's birthday. So we were going to do a character discussion. We were going to kick off a series of Fantastic Beasts character discussions. But then some news happened and we thought, well, we haven't discussed this on the main show yet. We did a we did a bonus muggle cast a while ago when we first found this news about Theseus Scamander. Theseus um, Scamander, the war hero? <laughs> right. <laughs> he is um we found out this week that he has been cast for Fantastic Beast Two. He's going to play be played by Callum Turner. Guy I'd never heard of before. <laughs> But, you know, uh, when you look at him, you realize he actually looks very similar to Eddie, Scaman- uh, <laughs> Eddie Redvane. <laughs> so,
0: Eddie's. <laughs> yeah.
1: So they got that part down. And uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but he's actually in the holiday. So, Micah, there's another reason to watch the holiday. Oh, it's my God. Cool They're just plucking the people
2: from this movie, right? Is that from the holiday? <laughs> yeah
1: from this movie like I still hasn't seen. Yeah. Great,
2: great job in the The Holiday is one of the best movies that was ever uh put on film. It, it really was. is. <laughs> Welcome back to Holiday
0: <laughs> Cast. Um we're here to talk about you know he also starred alongside Dan Radcliffe in or I don't want to say starred alongside. I actually don't know what his role was, but I think he was in Victor Frankenstein as well. Mm, that's true. Um yeah. and I've actually seen this guy in Green Room,
2: which is a oh. terrifying Indie film, uh, awfully. At first, you scary. said you saw him in a, a random green room that you just happened to go into.
0: I, I am often going into green. I'm in a green room right now, actually. I painted my bedroom wall green. But anyway, uh, he's in this. He's in that movie, uh, Green Room, as well with uh, the late Anton Yelchin and Sir Patrick Stewart. So, so did you find him to be a good actor? It's a terrifying movie, and I think that uh, yes, I think that the casting choice was correct. his role Uh and i think that it's um i won't say more without spoiling but yeah it's it's it that's just an all-around intense film so i think it showcases the chops of everyone who's cast in it um so i liked him but i i want to see more of this guy especially knowing that uh he'll be in fantastic beasts we have some time before that movie comes out so you know i want to catch up on on all of his stuff and more of jude laws to be honest
1: he, uh, so like I said, he does look like Eddie Redmayne. I, I think the facial features, that jawline, they just kind of look similar. The thing is, though, he's playing Newt's older brother, but he's actually eight years younger than Eddie. <laughs> so. Yeah. I wondered not- that. I think it I think it'll be fine. I'm not like concerned about it. It's not very hard to make people look a little older. I don't think it's necessarily important that he's actually older than Eddie cuz Eddie also looks pretty young. You wouldn't guess that he's what is
0: he 35? Yeah, something like he that. He looks
1: younger to me. Yeah. When he's
0: 35. It's true. Um yeah, the, the, that was the first thing that I did notice though is that uh Callum looks younger um in general but i you know That's they'll okay, they'll put some mud on his face you know uh right. to make because he's a war hero he's been he's been battling and uh and he hasn't
1: showered since the he hasn't
0: showered since the war so i i think they'll they'll do it right um but we're just getting casting news like uh like lightning like one thing after the other now for fantastic Beasts yeah 2. yeah it seems
1: like they're really rocking and rolling with casting now doesn't it so I mean, we know production is supposed to begin in the summer, so that would explain why um, we're closing in here on on these casting announcements. I think other than... See, now that the... And we're going to talk more in depth on Theseus in a moment. But mm-hmm. are there any other characters we're expecting in, the, in Fantastic Beasts 2 other than young Dumbledore and Theseus? Because after these two... Olita... But she's already been cast. Well, she's already been cast. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking li- – because I wonder if we're going to get some new revelations by way of
0: casting news. Right, right. It, it might be that they are only going to announce for a long time the characters that we've already heard of. You know, like these. this mm-hmm. is the one-two punch of there's that. But, you know, if future – like that, I don't even think they're poised yet to introduce – more of the characters because that would I- indicate more of the story. You
2: know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. right. Um but we do so. We do know that they're going to Paris, so mm-hmm. would think that there'll be several characters there that will play an important role that maybe yeah, you know, we haven't met yet, maybe we have. Uh we've talked You, you know honestly, a little bit about um, Madame Maxime uh is is one character that uh could pop-up yeah yeah she yeah
1: but
0: but what are they gonna do with her (laughs) well in general it'd just be interesting to do to see french wizards like actual french wizards and witches yeah um and how they interact and how they because that's that's the other thing is i'm sure he'll be interacting with the embassy of of you know in france while he's there or interacting with different agencies at the very least of other adults because he'll, he'll be in paris for either a beast's mission or a grindelwald mission or both
1: yeah so it was kind of funny how pottermore announced this and i threw more shade at them at, in my hypeable article because <laughs> um <laughs> as, as uh, one of our listeners patrick pointed out they so <laughs> the top of this article says on Pottermore, the Fantastic Beast sequel Rumor Mill has started in earnest with one <laughs> London board actor in the frame to play Newt's older brother. Pottermore, you're Pottermore. You just confirmed this, so it's not a rumor <laughs> that he's playing <laughs> that he that he's playing Newt's older brother and that he was cast. Like what?
0: Pottermore anyway. has positioned itself to be the single source of most direct information for not only J.K. Rowling's Books, but her films as well. I mean, the entire wizarding world hinges on this conduit for, you know, from them to us, the public. And Pottermore. <laughs> <laughs> the title of the article is Newt Scamander's older brother to appear in Fantastic Beasts sequel. And then when you read the body of the text, same thing. It looks like Theseus Scamander will make an appearance. Casting is currently oh, underway. Oh, you don't say. Yeah, casting is currently underway with actor Callum Turner reportedly in talks to play the character. Well, hang on. So that's what it actually reports is that he's in talks. But they've confirmed that he's cast... So what does that right. mean? Could he say no? Could he just be like, ah. Oh. So bizarre. What is Pottermore trying to be? Like, this reads like an article on
1: MuggleNet. is currently like he's in talks. Right, because we can't confirm anything. That'd be like the official Star Wars website being like, guess what, guys? Somebody's in talks
0: to star in our next movie. Guess what? Somebody whose name is this and who was in this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this in the past might be yeah. your new <laughs> Newt's brothers. And can-
1: he's not- in talks, it has to be a done deal, because what is Pottermore going to do? Like
2: Take it back. <laughs>
1: Pottermore will... They're going to publish yeah, a
0: retraction? What...
1: Yeah. yeah. Never mind, guys. The official website of J.K. Rowling is no longer reporting this. I feel like they're trying to be a fan site, but they just can't, because they're not they're fans. Pottermore. They're
2: corporate-owned. Yeah. Well, Pottermore were first in terms of releasing the casting about Dumbledore, right? I know you said another news yeah. outlet kind of— No, No, they weren't? No, it was variety, but I well, think they probably Pottermore gave it knew... to, them to run with it first uh, I don't think so. I they think probably I no, think... they probably gave it to the press first and let variety run with it and then they sort of confirmed it by posting it up on their on their website i I've said it on uh, past episodes. I think they're trying to become the clearinghouse for everything related to potter they, They've become as much right. a news site. Uh, for Cursed Child, Fantastic Beasts, other Potter related projects, uh, as they have for sort of the encyclopedia type of information we've always wanted. So uh, th- they're definitely pivoting in terms of the resource that they are. Uh, well, and... they,
0: they're holding all the cards, but they pretend that they don't, which is really stupid. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, you know. it, it just seems a little bizarre to me. Like, just officially announce it. Don't be like, oh, it's a rumor. Oh, he's in talks.
0: Oh, God.
1: Yeah. Will it happen? Well, it won't. Stay tuned to Potter for Maybe that's for how warm. they
2: were going to originally position it in the article, and then they just forgot to change it when they published it.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Well, didn't they see my tweet where I called them out? I'm sure Maybe they Maybe they should look at my tweet.
2: Wait, I missed this.
0: I usually catch all of your shady tweets about <laughs> and I love them to death when they go, I missed this one. What did you say? I tweeted, I tweeted, corporate Potter website trademark
1: is acting like we don't know anything about Theseus, but we do thanks to a leaked prop. Okay. Oh, and then I said, "So weird how Pottermore is announcing a new cast member, but calling it a rumor."
2: <laughs> anyway, yeah, don't, just don't um, mess with you. That's that's what it comes down to. I,
1: I will say something positive now about Pottermore. As I said previously, I think they have fit, uh, found their stride. They've hit their stride with with making official announcements because there's so many there's so, so many spokes. In the Harry Potter wheel these days, mm-hmm. that there's lots for them to talk about and, and break. They've news-wise. become
0: relevant again.
2: Yeah. Which is great. Mm-hmm. And before we jump into Theseus, the character, I just wanted to go back to something that, that you had asked earlier about other cast members and, and when we'd get to know more information and if they would be characters that we're familiar with, maybe some that we're not. Mm-hmm. It made me think of what uh, Game of Thrones has done traditionally at Comic Con in San Diego, where they've they've released videos, um, and they, this may be similar for other shows as well. I don't know, uh, and you know, within those videos, there are obviously some c- clips of the upcoming season, but also the characters that are going to be appearing in that season.
0: Oh, I remember. So like a welcome to the cast, so-so-and-so. I could
2: see Fantastic Beasts doing that, especially if you're saying filming is supposed to get underway this summer. I could see something like that at Comic-Con where they reveal a little bit more on what's to come with Fantastic Beasts.
1: A couple people on Patreon are listening live. Uh, Lucas says, I think Nicolas Flamel might be in it. The real person was French.
0: That would be amazing.
1: Ryan echoes that idea. Um, April suggested the Delacour family. Mm-hmm. Maybe young Hagrid suggests James.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. Young Hagrid. Well,
0: that's care. definitely coming by the end of it. I think it'll probably be closer to the 40s when he's, you know, school yeah. age.
1: It's funny. I don't think any of us expected this film series to turn into a who's who of younger characters from the <laughs> Harry Potter series returning.
0: <laughs> no, but Hagrid will be at school in nineteen forty two or five. Um yeah, two when uh mm-hmm. when Voldemort opens the chamber. Yeah.
1: Um okay, so let's talk about Theseus. Mm-hmm. Here's so so as Eric alluded to, he is mentioned very briefly in the Fantastic Beast movie. Uh, because when Newt is in Macusa getting grilled about his beast getting out, um the uh the people there hear that he's a Scamander and that he's they're like oh, War Hero. But we actually know a lot more. And and Pottermore stops there. Corporate owned Harry Potter website stops at <laughs> Well, in the movie script, we see that uh, he is a war hero, but we actually learned a lot more thanks to that prop letter. It's a letter written by Theseus to Newt. It is, as of a few months ago, it was sitting at the Hollywood Warner Brothers Studio Tour in a little Fantastic Beasts exhibit, the Harry Potter fansite Snitch Seeker, had visited the fantastic Beast exhibit when it opened mm-hmm. and they discovered this letter and i'm gonna read the the letter at least the parts that we could make out in the photo that stench seeker took it said well little brother i don't know how much you have heard wherever you are about what's going on in jolly old europe but this chap grindelwald has been making a lot of noise since you've been away charismatic blighter but the ministry doesn't like him and nor does the international confederation he has upset a few of the big wheels and he's gone underground i have been chosen to go away and ferret him out something the chance to be picked actually because the whole blank want to be on this case and it's taken some blank hard work to reach this status wishing you well wherever you are blank whatever beastly quest you are undertaking So this letter was supposed to appear in some fashion in the first Fantastic
0: Beast movie. And it's very interesting that it got cut. Mm -hmm. And it still appears in the Lego Dimensions game. Uh, According to, I believe it was Chad Hopkins, my buddy Chad, reached out and was like, Hey, did you know in the beginning of this game there's actually a voiceover of this letter being read while Newt is on the
2: boat? So we can fill in the blanks then. Coming to New York. (laughs)
0: I guess we can Oh wait. Oh, well, yeah, I guess so. So, so Chad. So no, wait,
2: no Chad. Chad right in. Can he you know, help us Record out it? here? Yeah. 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 We'll figure yeah. this out. Um, somebody, somebody. Somebody. Somebody has a game. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I actually. And yesterday while preparing for this, I went on YouTube and I tried to find it. I thought maybe somebody had already uploaded the letter to the video of the letter to YouTube, mm-hmm. but um, couldn't find anything. Couldn't find the letter. So I'm gonna
2: Well I'm gonna go fill in the blank where it says the whole department want to be on this case. Oh
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably. I, I'm
2: mm-hmm. a, I think that's you know not too much of a stretch. I think
0: that's fair. That's a stretch. Let's ask J.K. Rowling. Um no Wheel of Fortune. I think that this is very interesting. And knowing that he is referred to as a war hero, um he essentially gets what seems to be a promotion this is an announcement of a promotion between brothers and essentially theseus is a man put most directly in charge by the entire british wizarding government to track down grindelwald he's the one man who's going to stop him he's been chosen to stop him very interesting mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. i wa- so why was this cut from the movie If it was included at the beginning of the Lego Dimensions Fantastic Beasts video game, I would think that it was expected to be in the movie. Maybe it was expected to be at the beginning of the movie, because, of course, we have that
0: shot of Grindelwald at the start of the movie. And we have Newt on the boat. Um, But but when we see him, he's just sort of speaking into his case or whatever.
1: Could the letter... Because at the beginning of the movie, well, I guess it is it is assumed that that's Grindelwald
0: because you see it in the newspapers. Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: I think that it might have been too much info at first, like at the beginning of the film with what they were trying to do with the, the newspaper montage. Also, the fact that maybe – I mean, does it make sense to introduce a character that doesn't show up in the movie in any form? Um,
2: well, why not? You know, True. does, I mean, Lita Grindelwald does and you just see at the photo. end –
0: yeah, Lena, but that's like laying the groundwork for future in the same way that mentioning Theseus is. Like having a letter from someone to someone, would you'd expect a, an emotional payoff between the two of them later. Like it might have been just that yeah. like we, we don't even know who Newt is. The audience at large doesn't know who Newt is. We didn't know what Newt would be like once we saw him you know, as a person. Not necessarily, though.
2: If, if you have this letter that's read at the beginning mm-hmm. of the film and then once the – Movie is is about to end. You could have Newt writing a letter back to his brother, chronicling oh yeah what's happened. So I don't think you necessarily oh. have to have Theseus be in the film, uh, but th- this letter is interesting to me for for a couple of reasons. uh You know, it's clear that when it's written that Newt has been out of the country for a period of time, and I think we're meant to think that he's coming over straight from the UK. But if he were to read this on the boat. You would have thought that he would have been a bunch of other places uh, just because it says what's going on in jolly old Europe. Uh, It makes it seem like Newt hasn't been in Europe for quite some time. Mm. Well, the good thing about the owl network
0: is you don't need to know where someone is. It'll just go to them, uh, the letter. So that's kind of cool Mm. if you think about it. Um, yeah, that would have
1: been cool to see like an owl deliver a letter onto the boat to kind of remind you of Harry Potter.
0: Like at the beginning of Cursed Child with <laughs> the owls.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
1: another owl. bad year for owls in the <laughs> wizard world. He just keep getting, getting cut. cut left and right.
2: Oh, man. <laughs> and then <laughs> it goes on to say this chap Grindelwald has been making a lot of noise since you have been away. So how long has go. he been away? Where has he been? I mean, we know uh, the Obscurus that he found in Egypt, right, is in his case. Uh, Sudan, he found no, a Thunderbird in Egypt, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, it just, it, maybe that's why it never ended up in the film, because it doesn't really jive from a timeline standpoint.
0: Yeah, I mean, Newt's been, been basically traveling the world, writing his book. There's a line of dialogue to that effect somewhere in the movie, but, and we know that like the premise of this movie was that he's, you know, this is, he only meant to stay in New York for a few hours, but he's finishing up the manuscript, the manuscript, which he ends up giving, I think, Tina or except, oh during the uh, during the final battle sort of thing. No, he gives no, it to no. Him. He gave it to Scholastic. to oh. be published. Oh, Scholastic. That's right. Obscurus right. book. <laughs> oh, right. Excuse me. Um, But the the idea that uh, his brother Theseus is, you know, <laughs> if he were to write a letter back to him at the end of the film, it would be like, hello, brother. I'm sure you know this but I found Grindelwald. <laughs> like like oh you probably know this by now you probably feel a little bit silly but um yep I I found him and he's in cuffs and we have him mm. in America it's fine. Well um ho- wishing you are well wishing you feel like uh, your job isn't threatened now that I'm better um yeah yeah you know. well, Okay so um we have an update this is
1: the benefit of streaming live here so Colin and one other person uh Salu they found they found the letter on YouTube. They did better research than I did. Uh so here you go. Are you ready? Oh Full God. letter. Complete with acting.
0: I'm gonna complete it in our thing. <laughs> wow, a, what a in...
1: birthday gift to Eric. <laughs> here we go. I don't know how much now, hold on, wait, I gotta turn off my Spotify. <laughs> some, <laughs> some some Sunday morning vibe. It sounded like my... a really lovely song. Let's just listen to that instead. What is uh... it? the world is okay all right now here's the real letter little brother i don't know how much you've heard wherever you are about what's going on in jolly old europe but this chap grindelwald has been making a lot of noise since you've been away
2: charismatic blighter but the ministry doesn't like him nor does the international confederation he's upset a few of the bigwigs and he's gone underground
1: anything edible in there and that's uh that's the full letter at least i i think the the prop letter has more than
0: oh yeah one. oh okay so that's the exact opening bit of the letter but all the bits that are cut off later have not been recreated so that i have been chosen to go away fair amount, blank t the chance to be picked actually because the whole blank i think it yeah. is department i'm gonna just kind of now, put that in
1: now newt is sitting on a boat when he's reading this letter there you go. And then that that the end part is him going through customs. So this does fit in perfectly with the movie. You would this seems to confirm to me that they did shoot
0: it for the movie, especially since that prop letter existed, of course. So. Well, if it was a voiceover though, they would have had to have cast his brother already. Um, I know in the Lego dimensions. Maybe. Somebody's yeah. doing that voiceover, but they're not beholden to like keep that versus if they cast it in the film. Like they would need to keep that actor, so I wonder if it was that dude not. Sounds pretty old too. I'm just gonna say that that's an older yeah. brother. That's what an older brother sounds yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: let, let me throw yeah. Let me throw the first uh, question out here and, and mess things up a little bit. Are we sure that this was even written by his brother? What, what do, do you mean,
1: mean? an impostor? Yeah.
2: Hmm.
1: You think Grindelwald wrote it himself?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I think that I think that it would. I think that Newt would be able to tell somehow. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, but the, J.K. Rowling can't do that bait and switch thing twice. Like the, that would be
0: the interesting silly. thing is that there was an interview with Colin Farrell. I know you mentioned this in your Hypable article, Andrew, but uh, Colin Farrell revealed that Theseus um, is a British auror. So they actually mention him in, in an interview and that he corresponded with Graves. So if you think about this, Graves, who is, you know, the head of his department, the head of the, or he's a big, big dude in American uh, government for the Wizards, is in touch with the guy who's supposed to bring down Grindelwald for Europe. But Graves is Grindelwald. And so you could see very easily how Graves would feed information like false information to theseus which would therefore send theseus off in different directions basically to what's it called when you just like he can give him the runaround he can basically mislead him yeah and that's why in fact graves is always one step ahead so like how cool is that that according to colin farrell that graves or grindelwald is you know keeping one step ahead of the entire wizarding world that's trying to stop him just by getting such a cushy uh alias and and installing himself so high up in government.
2: Not only that, but we know that Graves spent time over in Europe and that's presumably where Grindelwald killed him, mm-hmm. uh and and you know, is took over uh his his form. I don't know uh how to it's yeah. not polyjuice potion, so uh it's not like he's keeping him in a suitcase somewhere like what happened to Moody in, in Goblet of Fire but yeah, th- that opens up so many different possibilities because if Graves was working with Theseus in Europe and they actually had interactions with each other, not just correspondence there's a chance that for a period of time Grindelwald was actually interacting with Theseus and he wasn't any wiser of it. So mm-hmm. there's so many possibilities in terms of what could potentially be going on there. And so I think there's a, a lot to talk about, a lot to theorize about, uh, you know, the potential relationship between the two of them in terms of maybe he's not just playing him. Maybe, you know, he could have killed him. He he could maybe be trying to lure him in to, to work on his behalf. We don't know. The, you know, mm. Theseus is such a wild card and, and all we have from him so far is, is this letter, right? And the fact we know that he's a war hero, those are really the only bits of information that we have. So the presumption is that he's this good guy who's Newt's older brother and very well-respected amongst the wizarding community, but that doesn't mean anything, right? We don't know. We don't know what makes him tick. We don't know what his beliefs are deep down inside. Um, You know, we, we saw that you know, kind of manifest itself in graves. So, uh, I think a lot to, uh, to talk about here.
0: Well, the, yeah. uh, the letter, which, uh, in which Theseus refers to Grindelwald as a charismatic blighter, um, also speaks to the deeper story of Grindelwald. I think going back to why this letter would not have been in the, in the movie or at the beginning of the movie, I wonder also if it would have tipped the scale to like, Reveal that the film was actually about the hunt for Grindelwald, right? Um, because right. you can actually view that opening sequence one of two ways. Like, I think the way that is more common if you haven't seen the movie is to assume that it's actually just setting the the time, you know, the time period. So, like, yeah, in the 1920s, Grindelwald was, was going around and terrorizing Europe because it was a prelude to World War II, but... You know, it's also 1920s America and flappers and, you know, the roaring 20s and just kind of like the movie doesn't have to be about that. But if you put a letter like this at the beginning of the movie, it almost reveals it almost tips the hand and, and like shows that it's actually going to be and that Newt is directly
2: connected to at least someone who's looking for Grindelwald. I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. I, I think that's a great I, point. Sorry, Andrew. I didn't mean to cut you off.
1: I I also just think it places an an unnecessary emphasis on Theseus by putting it at the very beginning of the movie. Right. It might be too much. It's like, whoa, 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 we're just entering this new world and already we're hearing about this character Theseus who's after Grindelwald. I just think it, I think it, I
0: think it puts too much emphasis on him. Yeah. Whereas, For a movie in which he doesn't even show up. Well, right. And, and in the movie then instead, it just gets sort of sprinkled in over time that, again, going back to the charismatic blighter thing, that Grindelwald is, or he's feared by the, by international wizards. Um, and there's an aspect to him just like, honestly, just like Hitler, that's an easy allegory to make. Um, you know, Hitler, Germany really elected him. Um, and it was, it was due to, you know, for whatever reason, feelings of nationalism, whatever, Hitler was able to use, people's emotions and gain support. It wasn't easy, but he did it. And this is like, this is like Grindelwald now. So, and, and Graves's um, statement at the end of the film, before he transforms to Serafina about hiding like rats in the gutter. And who does this law protect them or us? You can, you can infer through his rhetoric that he is actually quite skilled at making these sorts of arguments. And so theseus does not have an easy job
1: Mm -mm. and to move forward here in our discussion i think it also it's going to be a little interesting to see how theseus reacts to the news that his little brother unintentionally beat him to finding (laughs) grindelwald (laughs) like how's he going to react to that
2: it'd be Uh... in my mind very much similar to ron doing something uh and, and Percy <laughs> was the one who was tasked to accomplish it. You know, it's, no, yeah, no. Yeah, I can see
0: that. I I, I think, see that. No, I hold on, hold on like, a
2: second, because okay. if, if we actually have the audio clip, and we may not have it ready here, but you actually, when we did the bonus Muggle cast, said that there was a Percy-like quality to Theseus's letter uh, to his younger brother. So you can, you well, can try and retract brother. now, but... It, it, <laughs> who, are you who, who said that? Who said that? I you could just said listen to it before I did. We were okay, recording. all right. Well, I didn't know if you're talking to me or Andrew. I think there's a. Or Doc. Re- Eric said something similar in <laughs> <Thomas> cast. <Kinklecast. laughs> but yeah, if you want to deflect to Andrew, please go ahead.
0: Uh, th- <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just thinking. Look, I, I think I think that they're more similar than they are apart. I don't want to start the rumor that like Theseus and Newt don't get along. I think that this letter. I now believe. Let's just say this. I now believe that the letter shows that 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 Theseus is and Newt get on. I think that they actually really like each other, despite being very different people. Uh, because Newt is not a fighter. That's the whole thing. He's extremely competent, but he would never put himself uh, willingly on the front lines. He, you know, is sort of more subdued and wants to work with animals instead of people. This, that, the other thing. But I think they get on, and I think that. Finding out that uh, Grindelwald has been captured and that Newt had a hand in it, Theseus would be like, well done, baby brother, you know, Mm kind of like that.
1: Yeah,
2: I think it all depends the tone in which you read the the letter, right? I mean, the way it starts off, you know, some people may not like the little brother label, right? You know, I, I, I can see that both ways, you know, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Yeah, cuz Percy's letter to Ron, right, when he's like you you you've fallen in with the bad sort, you can't uh you have to spy on Harry and Hermione, that letter that he writes about that mm-hmm. um is probably like the same way dearest little brother I think it begins. Yeah.
2: But he is um, talking a lot about himself and what he's been tasked to do. Uh so I I think there's there there's definitely quality qualities about him that would suggest maybe he's a little egocentric uh you know, being given this task to yeah. Uh, try and track down Grindelwald uh, you know he, he compares himself against uh, the bigwigs uh, and you know the, the the department that he works for at the ministry right if if that's the word that's missing there so you know there's a little bit of like hey I've been tasked to do this you know I'm, I'm there's also I,
0: he also says say like that. He also says I am I'm very pleased as it's been a lot of hard work. I think it I think it indicates an openness. Mm. Um and I think that Theseus is you know or that their relationship it's, is such yeah, such it, hard work. You know no, it's no, no. how you read reading. It it. But it yet yeah, it does. It absolutely does. I see 100% what you're saying. To me it reads more like uh it's it's not egocentric. It's just like I'm I'm really happy about this. It was a lot of work and this is going to be great and this guy yeah he's really charismatic shucks but we can stop him you know right.
2: kind of thing yeah, but it ends Micah,
1: well Micah, it's eric's birthday let no, him be no, right. okay no I, no, no, no. I'll, I'll say
2: i'll say <laughs> it does end very friendly brotherly positively yeah so there again it just depends we don't know that's the whole thing is we don't I know, know we the don't history know. between these two brothers we don't know absolutely not what kind of relationship they've had leading up to this point i agree Yeah, it could be anything.
0: You could very well be right, and I could very well be right, but we just don't know.
1: So I think one of the big takeaways from this casting is just the simple fact that he is going to be in Fantastic Beasts 2, and I I had a couple of ideas. To me, this seems to suggest that there's a pretty good chance Grindelwald will escape from prison in the sequel, which, Mm. like, it seems kind of fast. For it to happen so quickly after him being captured? If Theseus is going to have some sort of significant role in this movie. Otherwise, he'd be showing up in this movie and, barring any big information we've yet to learn about him, he would just be like, oh, shucks, you caught you caught Grindelwald before I did, ha ha ha, and then wander <laughs> off into the sunset. Like He needs a purpose in Fantastic Beasts 2, and I think he's going to continue to have to hunt Grindelwald perhaps with newt i mean he could turn into a significant character and i i've previously theorized that maybe Grindelwald can end up killing theseus and then that's going to give newt motivation mm-hmm. to fight to fight
0: Grindelwald with Dumbledore eventually that's dreadful but entirely plausible um that theseus when we do meet him and if we like him you know he'll just be put in front of us, dangled in front of us, and then taken away, pulled away. Um,
1: yeah, but, because we we also need to see um, Grindelwald causing true terror, and like yeah. if he's killing somebody close to one of the lead characters, that would be significant.
0: You're, yeah, I mean, and 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 we it's I'm not gonna. Well, I mean, I'm gonna ask this question, but it's like, would we rather Grindelwald kills Theseus uh, Scamander or Jacob? Uh, because I think both of them are not expendable, but it, it seems like. We made this argument for why Harry, Ron, and Hermione would not all three of them survive Book Seven, right? It's because they are the the forefront of the war; they are the front line. And how often does it happen that when you're the person most in charge of hunting, you know, this evil person that that you actually survive, um, or that all of the people who are hunting you them survive? That it's essentially, you know, not without collateral damage. And I think that in this case. Theseus, who we do not know and we did not meet, it doesn't necessarily mean he's not as important as, as Newt because we didn't meet him the first one. It just means timing or plotting or whatever didn't work out. But I think it's very plausible that somebody close to Newt, whether it be Jacob, who Newt befriended during the events of the first movie, or whether it be his brother, who he grew up with, you know, knew him all his life, is taken away. It will catapult Newt into action,
2: and it will – yeah. The, the key there, though, is time because you brought up a great point when you said – in the Deathly Hallows, essentially, right? We didn't think all three of them were going to make it through. We're not at the point of being at Deathly Hallows within this series, so to speak. And I think you need to give a little bit of time to build up these characters. You've already had an entire movie with Jacob, who really was the heart of the film. You Mm -hmm. haven't had any time at all uh, with Theseus. So, like Andrew said, it could be a very quick dangle him out in front of you and he's gone but you would think to be more meaningful to newt it, it, there would need to be a little bit more development uh than than just one film. we could i could be wrong we could have
0: yeah we could have two nice movies with him without him dying like you know <laughs> yeah four more hours before he died i mean i don't think it's a foregone conclusion that he dies. I guess you could argue Harry kind of died, mm-hmm. but he didn't really. It was a cheat. So uh,
2: as far yeah. as Grindelwald escaping, a cheap death. Yeah, as far as Grindelwald escaping though, at the very beginning of the film, Andrew, yeah, it would be very quick, you know, and and maybe we feel cheated a little bit, but they could do you know, six months later, something like that, you know, at the at the bottom of the screen, so that you don't feel like oh he just got arrested and on the way to whatever the equivalent is here in the United States of during a transport during,
0: during a prison transport.
2: (laughs) Right. So, uh, and do you think though that, you know, you talked a little bit about Newt and Theseus fighting alongside each other, but do you really feel like Newt's quest in all of this has really anything to do with Grindelwald? I mean, in the first movie, he just, he catches him by chance. It's not really like he's out to, to get him, uh, and and maybe the line at the end of the movie suggests that now these two are going to be inevitably intertwined moving forward, uh, yeah. regardless of whether or not they want to be. So, I, but to me, I don't I don't think Newt's goal it, definitely not in the first movie, and and I don't know about moving forward. Like if he hears Grindelwald has escaped, is it going to mean that it's his responsibility then to because he caught him the first time to go out and try and catch him again? And it was Newt's Beasts that caught Graves. I mean,
0: he, he the swooping evil or whatever it was that was in his pocket that he uses like a yo-yo, the yo-yo bird, um, you know, grabbed or, or shot something that caught Graves' hands behind his he wasn't expecting it. Graves was uh at the end of the movie defending himself aptly and uh successively successfully, successfully against fifty horrors. All at once, they were all shooting spells, and he got them all. And it was Newt with his, you know, out of out of the ordinary beast that nobody was expecting that actually got Graves. And I think that that will be. Repeated. He was standing behind um,
2: him. In all fairness, I mean,
0: yeah, yeah, that was kind of cheap. But it also wasn't a spell. It was it was a beast. So my thing is, I think that it will be a recurring theme to answer your question, Micah, that Newt, you know, ha- has the skills that that Graves or Grindelwald. We can call him now lax uh, and his knowledge of beasts and his use of beasts in battle, which I initially called issue with, because there are some issues there, which we'll talk about later um, are, you know, just so, so out of the ordinary and graves and Grindelwald is not expecting those things. And I think it'll always give newt a slight advantage. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. So one question that I have though, is is how does this all play into the other part of this story? So, we talked a little bit earlier about graves and theseus you know, does dumbledore factor in here at all maybe they're a little bit closer in age uh than than depending on how much older theseus mm. is and you know i, I just think yeah. there's a there's a lot of story that's going to continue to develop here uh but
1: it was yeah because good newt and dumbledore have some sort of special relationship as he hints in the new forward mm-hmm. of the fantastic beast book. But we don't know what that is. That could, that could possibly somehow connect to Theseus
0: and graves more, more than a mentor. Yeah. It's just so weird thinking because if you, if you do the backwards math and are like, well, graves, AKA Grindelwald sat newt commander down in a room to talk to him about what he was doing in New York under the pretense of grilling him for investigation, but Graves was corresponding with Newt's brother, so Graves knew knew all about Newt already. Grindelwald knows who Newt is, even though Newt did not know who Grindelwald was. Yeah, very interesting.
2: One thing to note is Theseus's name is you know, deeply rooted in Greek mythology. Mm. I love that you brought this up. He is a war hero um, from those times, just as much as he is a war hero. Uh, in Fantastic Beasts, and does he die in Greek mythology? <laughs> well, all all tragic heroes usually
0: do. I mean, uh, I mean, he could have been elevated to god status. That happened but he's, to he's at least probably one Probably
2: most famous uh, for slaying the Minotaur, um, which is a beast. Uh, oh so man, we'll see how that takes shape. Uh, but J.K. Rowling does not name characters uh, without purpose, without reason. So. Remus Lupin. Yeah. There's more, there's more to come. Um, maybe we can dig a little bit deeper. Maybe some people listening have some thoughts on that. Um, I know our yeah. listeners are much smarter than we are. So I found, uh, the, the brief opportunity to talk about this real quick.
0: Cause we asked if Grindelwald will definitely escape, uh, setting, setting plans in motion, uh, or setting the plot in motion in movie two. If he does, I actually want to see how he does it. Um, I'm think, I'm still working on that question for J.K. Rowling, but I want more of a um, Magneto breakout scene from X2. Do you remember? Do you guys watch X Men two at all? Um, I've seen a no, lot. Of I haven't seen any. It's I essentially yeah. So, which, so may I'll I'll be quick, but Magneto, who can control metal, is in a plastic prison. He it's entirely plastic, so that he can't use because he could use anything as a weapon, any metal at all. He could shoot at high speed telekinetically, almost. And so he's in this huge plastic prison, but it's a, it's an entire sequence when mystique actually comes and breaks him out. And it's this intricate, you know, sort of step-by-step uh, explanation. Of, and, and it makes the reveal more satisfying, right? It makes the, the actual breakout and Magneto's thrill. It's such a character moment. What I don't want out of fantastic beasts to just to say, it cause we talked about it uh, is another montage like at the beginning of beasts one, where he's just running around, like, they can, and the newspapers will go Grindelwald escapes from America. You know, like I want it to actually be a scene and I want it to be thought out well enough. Maybe we'll see Pickery, President Pickery uh, will be the first 10 minutes. Are you of, saying that she sets him free? Uh, what? no, I mean, maybe she'll just be in that in that sequence. Like, what if so I many think possibilities? I, I think that because they set the visual uh world for America that they if Grindelwald breaks out they should show it because you we could see some of our favorite familiar characters maybe Tina is there when he breaks out um you know but they, they could do something interesting with America still even if it's not the focus of the movie Who do you think and i don't want to just read out. about yeah uh, i don't know maybe i mean i think he could escape of his own accord but i also want them to show how how he does it like that's the most compelling part of a prison break is how you do it
1: and remember he's got people on his side. So it may it may not be a known character oh. who
0: That's helps a him escape. that's a really good point. He might already have wizards on the inside of American wizarding prisons. Mhm. That's awful.
1: Do we know wait, do we know he's in an American prison? Isn't you think maybe uh, yeah,
0: he's actually extradited back to the UK? That's very yeah. possible. Yeah. Um well actually no, you know what? Uh, pickery says uh there's a question of whether or not they can hold him johnny depp is like you really think
2: you can hold me
0: and she's like we'll do our best so either he's being whole either he's being held temporarily while the international federation who happens to be in town by the way uh all decide on what to do with him and where to store him or he's in america because it's like their jurisdiction and according to president pickery they're going to do their best to hold him so i yeah, I could see it either way. Um, but I'll yeah. be disappointed if there's not more America and President Pickery. Um, there's a lot going on on Pottermore about President Pickery. She shows up in articles you wouldn't expect. So I think there's probably more to her story. So I think that Grindelwald will be in America.
1: We are going to get some thoughts from listeners. It was our Twitter question of the week regarding uh, this topic. Uh, but first, we want to tell you about our advertisers for this week's episode, uh, first of all, canvaspeople.com Canvaspeople lets you bring your photos to life by printing them on beautiful canvases in a variety of sizes. Like I said last week, I got a photo printed of my dog Brooklyn. <laughs> it's an eleven by fourteen print. I really love it. It's so pretty. It's. I'm moving soon. It's the last thing I have hanging on my wall still because don't, don't want <laughs> to
0: get... take it down.
1: <laughs> Is the niffler no. hiding behind it? Is that why? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm. I'm letting him continue <laughs> to hide behind there. Um, what I love about canvas people is you can take a photo from your time and, and, you know, put this in Harry Potter terms in the fandom and get it printed on a canvas, instantly creating a new piece of Harry Potter memorabilia, bringing it to life. One of your favorite memories from the fandom. Uh, the canvases are made right here in the United States and we have a special deal for listeners. Normally 11 by 14 canvases are priced at 69.99, but for a limited time, you can get one for free. And, you know, when I first read this deal, I did not believe it. I had to go test it myself (laughs) because it's so good. Uh, All you have to do is pay shipping. So just go to canvaspeople.com and use code Muggle at checkout, and you'll get your 11 by 14 canvas for free. Remember, just pay shipping. And by the way, Mother's Day is coming up, so this could be a good gift idea.
0: And we have a new sponsor this week, right, Eric? Yes, it's Harry's. Uh, Harry's, which is fitting, (laughs) <laughs> this is uh, not Harry Potter's new business? Harry Potter's new business. Uh, yeah, he's grown up. He, he he shaves, right? They're an affordable yet fantastic shaving company. So I actually have a Harry's razor, um, but I'm going to tell you a little bit more about the company right now. For decades, one big razor company has relentlessly increased prices and reaped immense profits at the expense of its customers. So... Jeff and Andy, two ordinary guys who were fed up with getting ripped off, started Harry's to fix the shaving problem. Harry's knew there was only one way to ensure quality, so they bought their own blade factory. And by taking less profit and selling directly to you over the internet, Harry's offers their blades at half the price. So it's just $2 a blade compared to the $4 or more you'll pay at the drugstore. As I mentioned, I have a Harry's razor, um, and I actually bought, it's a, it's a kit, that they send you with some shaving cream, additional razor heads, and the razor. And I have to say it's the closest shave I've ever achieved on my own. And both the shaving cream and the aftershave uh, work really well. I've never owned another aftershave that I've liked this much. So it's really, really good. Um, so stop messing around with other aftershaves and get started shaving with Harry's today by claiming your free trial offer. It's a $13 value, which we're offering for free just cover shipping. So, to get your free trial for Harry's, including a razor handle, five-blade cartridge, and shave gel, go to harrys dot com slash mugglecast right now. That's harrys dot com slash mugglecast.
1: Awesome! I am looking forward to checking them out. Actually, I need a close shave. I need to look like a baby, like Eric still does.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I some I know I sometimes go around Chicago to get like a uh, straight razor shaves because they still do that someplace. It's like really old school. Thing to yeah, do like
1: Sweeney Todd.
0: Yeah, well, it's also sort of terrifying this shady place where they don't that... murder you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Harry's is a close. That's why I said like that I've achieved because the blades are really, really good.
1: Mm-hmm. I actually got one of those close shaves at at a barbershop shop recently. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Do you want to? You want to do like the traditional shave?" And they do it for the back of your neck. I had never had that before. I was so afraid I was going to get Sweeney Todd. I was afraid they were going to kill Sweeney me. Anyway, thank you to our sponsors. They are helping keeping the show going. Um, so, twitter.com slash MuggleCast is where we host our Twitter question of the week. This week, we asked, how do you think Theseus will get involved in Fantastic Piece 2? Stephanie said, him and Newt will be forced to work together now that Newt called Grindelwald. I don't think they're the best of bros either, but we'll see. Mm. Yeah. That'd be interesting to see what kind of tension they may have between each other, and like I said, like Theseus could get a little annoyed that that Newt caught him before he did, yeah Katie said if they use that actor, it better be a flashback because he's a baby, <laughs> older brother, my foot
0: <laughs> the the Theseus scenes are are only set in flashback so that Newt can be even younger than I love it, I love it. I bet uh, I bet Theseus shaves with Harry's. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and finally, Patrick, who I actually mentioned earlier, he said, everything about Theseus screams, he's in a league with Grindelwald, to me. Still oh, working man. out my theory, though. Pat. So, we'll see. Maybe J.K. Rowling has some, has some surprises for oh, us. That
0: would be really compelling if
2: Theseus were a villain in Fantastic Beasts. Isn't that what I said earlier? And you're like, no, he's such a nice guy. He's writing these, like, really friendly letters to his brother.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I I know, but if but if you really think about it, like, what would it say to Newt if his own brother is caught up in all that hubbub, and all that for the greater good type stuff?
2: That's the thing, mm-hmm. though. We don't know. Like, we don't know yeah. deep down what makes Theseus tick. Right? He tick. he could be. You know, maybe he came into the ministry, you know, thinking about things a certain way. But Grindelwald slash Graves, once he came over, started dropping some knowledge, and and all of a sudden, you know, things started to make a little bit more sense to Theseus. But what's interesting is, and I'd have to go back and look at all the history, but it didn't seem like the UK had the same kind of issues that new york was experiencing right at least that's that's a sense that i took from it right there's far more how, secrecy how you... and hiding going on in america than there is over in in the uk
0: yeah that's why grindelwald could, or graves yeah grindelwald could blend in so easily is because in america in the 20s it's this dark dismal dreary place where even wizards don't talk to each other and so that's a sort of a perfect environment. I think what J.K. Rowling was trying to say is that that's a, a sort of perfect environment for Grindelwald, who's on the run, to hide in plain sight, but also in plain sight when most people are looking down
2: at their feet. Right. Mm-hmm. And could his breakout then lead to their exposure? Like, is that a massive tipping point? Right. Because think of all the effort that goes in at the end of the Fantastic Beasts with with Frank the Thunderbird to like clear everybody's mind, but. If Grindelwald breaks out and does some crazy stuff before he makes his way back to Europe, that could really expose what's going on uh, in America.
0: Yeah, and I guess that has to happen eventually because by the 90s, America isn't seen as this backwards place that we hear about in Harry Potter.
1: Yeah, and you know what? Speaking of, oh, whose side is going to be on – who's going to be on whose side, we also have to remember – and I was reminded of this through the Variety report about his about Callum's casting. When the, when Warner Brothers announced the Fantastic Beast sequel, they included this synopsis. The second Fantastic Beast movie moves deeper into an increasingly dark time for the Wizarding World where Newt and our other heroes have to decide on their allegiances.
0: Mm-hmm. Allegiances. Okay, so. At some point, it will be a real choice for each of them to make, whether they're, I think, on the good guy's side or the bad guy's side.
1: Right, right. And I think that Theseus could f- factor in here, too. Yeah. I mean, it's J.K. Rowling, is-
0: so there will be a gray area. But I think mm-hmm. Theseus, now I'm more and more thinking Theseus is is uh, vulnerable to be that ro- to fill that role. Because Jacob's not going to be like, oh, yeah, I got to no. join Grindelwald. He'll make me a wizard or something. <laughs> Like, <laughs> could you he's, imagine he's the best he promised me i'd be what you know that's not how that works yeah.
1: no mm. all right well uh we want to continue our series here in which we're recounting our first harry potter memories i have a couple more uh to read from patreon this week this is from alex my earliest harry potter memory is from first grade one of my classmates had it and i was so jealous that he was reading a chapter book I went home and told my mom all about this cool new book series about some kids I couldn't remember the name of it and begged her to go to Borders and get it for me The next day I came home to see a small sack of books on my kitchen table. I rushed over to open it and found the first three books in a series of unfortunate events (laughs) Since my mom tried to teach me how to be grateful, she made me read them all before she would go buy Harry Potter (laughs) While I can appreciate now that my mom was generous enough to buy me two different book series, I still cringe when I hear about a series of Unfortunate Events and haven't picked up any of those books since. Luckily, once I got to read HP, I was hooked. So Alex's mom made a little mistake there. But the series of Unfortunate Events books are actually very good, and they were very popular at the same time that Harry Potter was. So Mm. you should definitely continue reading them, Alex. I agree. And... Here's one from Haley. She says, I was eight years old. My dad came home from work one day with Sorcerer's Stone. He had heard about it through a coworker and thought it would be a great book for us to read together. And it had only been about a month or two after the book was released in the United States. After dinner, we sat down and he read the first chapter to me. I was hooked. Even though I pleaded for him to read more, he told me we would read it just one chapter a day. About a week in, I was too impatient to find out what happened next. So while he was at work, I stole the book, and I think I finished it that same day. He was pretty bummed when he found out I read ahead. And looking back, I probably should have let him read the whole book to me. (laughs) His decision to bring the book home that day was the first chapter to the best part of my childhood, and I'll always remember those first few days with Harry. Aww. So some nice stories as we approach the 20th anniversary of Philosopher's Stone later this year. Will continue to celebrate the first Harry Potter book throughout this year.
0: I love these stories.
1: Me too. Bringing back memories, borders, parents reading to us.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna fly home and just have my mom read me a book.
1: <laughs> that's that's a little weird, but <laughs> maybe maybe if you film it, it'll at it'll least be, be entertaining bonus, for that. us to watch.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm.
1: Actually we have a we got an email this morning. We've been getting a lot of emails and I'm sorry we haven't been reading them. Um we should probably try to catch up on them because between emails and voicemails we have a lot of feedback coming in. Yeah. But I wanted to read this email from Avula. She's in the UK and she's twelve years old. We we started this show when she was born. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> she's, as, she's as old as this show. It's the circle of life. So, in honor of her being as old as the show, I thought we should read this. She says, I always loved the question, what would you see in the mirror, Vera said. I've come up with an answer. I would see Micah reading me a bedtime story in his lovely, <laughs> sup- soporific voice, sometimes switching to the Hagrid impression. Please make this a reality. <laughs> Love the show. You're awesome. I don't even know this word that this 12-year-old included. She's smarter than Can all us. Is it spelled wrong? No, I just looked it up. Soap or tending to induce drowsiness or sleep.
0: <laughs> man, uh, it's very
2: soothing.
1: Oh man, I like Here's how my how voice
2: ranges it. from putting people to sleep to sexy. So you know, I don't know. So soporific So You can so-porific. be on and tired. <laughs> it sounds like so Yeah, I, I so-porific. was gonna say it sounds like Eric. Oh really? So
1: synonyms sleeping pill sedative tranquilizer narcotic
0: <laughs> opiate Wow, <laughs> opiate hey opiate fits micah uh, you're an opiate wow.
2: well that that i i really appreciate that though it's nice to yeah. uh yeah that was get letters like that nicest thing a 12 year old has ever told you right That's right <laughs> but people obviously love hagrid though i mean uh even ron, yeah, big ron who called in last week uh was was pretty
0: impressed. Yeah. yeah, you impressed a southerner with your southern haggard, yeah. so I I'd say that's in bucket list checked off.
1: And he's a New Yorker, so that's that's pretty good. Yeah. Um uh well, what's in our Miravela said? Eric, it's your birthday. What's in your Miravera said?
0: Oh, so this is different today. than this is different than the question for Joe? Yes, yes. Okay, okay. what's in my Miravela said? Um being surrounded by friends.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. But you have uh, already achieved that. I mean, come on, you 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 have good friends, right?
0: Yeah. No, no, I have fantastic. Yeah, I have really nice friends. Oh, oh, so it's something we don't already have. This is the heart, heart's deepest desire. Um. Yeah. The new. You know what? I really want the new Crash Bandicoot video game, uh, which <laughs> is two months away. I would see myself holding in one hand today's newspaper, Chicago Times, Chicago Sun Times, uh, or Tribune and on the other hand i would have the video game and i get to play it early that's that's dumbledore would slap you if he heard that dumbledore is equally guilty of lying and telling a falsehood about what he sees in the mirror so the fact that i came up with this on the spot uh he'll give me a pass
1: all right that's fair i mean in that same video game vein i'm really excited for mario kart 8 deluxe for the nintendo
0: (laughs) switch to be released this Friday. oh do you have the switch
1: yes i love it
0: do you play breath of the wild
1: yes that's all i'm playing right now yeah
0: i heard it's, it's amazing like, wow i hear good things
1: oh uh, oh uh, turn that into make it make a harry potter game like breath of the
0: wild i would die 100 world harry potter mm. that's actually yeah okay i'm changing my answer to you. that's what i want
2: that's what i would see <laughs> that's what i would Deepest see in the mirror Desire. of air said it's
0: an open world yeah or like vr is going big like where you're a hogwarts student you go through all seven years and magical new stuff happens having nothing to do with yeah
1: world. i don't like virtual reality but
2: yeah. Anything
0: open world. But anything like that. Micah, what would you see?
2: Um that's a good question. I feel like uh the friends one has already been taken, but uh a nice uh big cup of coffee. That's very big.
1: Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. How I big? Like so big right you now. could
2: swim in it? Venti. <laughs> Oh, venti
0: small? No, or is that large? Wait, yeah, <laughs> is I don't use those terms. Is garbage. grande I just say smaller, large? Is, like is grande normal normal smaller than venti? I thought grande was large. Isn't oh, venti who
2: cares? All right, venti, venti gonna... is the largest <laughs> coffee you can get. Yeah, Starbucks. Why
0: is it, why is grande not the biggest? Thing?
2: That's a great question.
0: <laughs> I want to know. Yeah,
1: it's time for the tweet. Okay, I that's I not my question.
0: J.K. Rowling, I don't want to know about vet- coffee sizes from J.K. Rowling. Um, I have it, you guys, I have it. Go ahead. in I'm typical at, in typical me fashion because I'm also planning next week's show document, um, I want it to relate to Queenie who we're talking about next week. but uh, here, here's the question: Are there other characters whom we already know about for, from the original seven books from Harry Potter who possess Queenie's level of legitimacy or telepathy, or how rare is her form? of that gift whoa 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 first of all this is way over 60 characters hey if you said <laughs> you'd make it work
1: i <laughs> uh, used the letter r for r are there other characters who we already know about from original hp who possess queenies how about
0: skills i typed it out uh, no we will we, well whatever it is we can't like dumb it ad- day i wanted to
2: specifically talk about or telepathy. You're going you're gonna to have to type this out and then take a screenshot of it. I got to do the t- – yeah. Tw- oh, yeah.
0: Well, send me, send me what you've got, and I'll open Twitter, and I'll figure it out, and then I'll send it back to you so that you can post it.
1: So uh, before we wrap up the show today, we want to remind everybody about one other sponsor. Right, Micah?
2: Puffs, the, uh, the off-Broadway play here in New York City, uh, follows the story of Wayne – Uh, from New Mexico, who just happens to find his way uh, to Hogwarts. And it chronicles the seven years that he is there with some of his friends, which happens to coincide uh, with the seven years that Harry was at Hogwarts. Uh, But it's a very comical, lighthearted spin on what you would see through the eyes of a Hufflepuff student all their seven years at Hogwarts, and it does a great job of weaving in so much of the story that we know, and spend so much time on this podcast talking about, and it's just so well done. I guarantee you that when you see this play, uh, there will be moments that you will really laugh, uh, and you know you will be brought back to things you may not even thought you would remember uh, about the books or about the movies. And it's clear that this group took a lot of time uh, to put this together, to write this story, and it's something that I think uh, all Potter fans will enjoy. So if you are in uh, the New York City area, whether you live here or you're going to be visiting, uh, definitely go and check it out. Puffs the play. You will have a great time.
1: Yeah, it's PuffsThePlay dot com and you can use code Mugglepuffs. Save ten percent. Love that they gave us a deal. <laughs> I love that they can't that wait to see it this summer. Mugglepuffs. <laughs> and now it's now on sale through july thirtieth, which is awesome. Lots of dates. I think the show is popular <laughs> given all these dates they keep adding. Did you figure out that tweet, Eric? Uh, working on it, 57 characters, and I oh, haven't geez. answered the question. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, geez. It, it's going to be it's gonna be Eric's 29th birthday by the time
0: he figures <laughs> out this. No, this was 29. Oh, 30th. He's going to be 30 by the time he figures it out. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Dumbledore, here's the reason behind the question. Dumbledore always gives Harry that searching look, um, but Harry doesn't feel his mind being read, and my whole theory about how legitimacy works is because of Snape and Harry's scene is that you have to relive whatever it is the other person's seeing. You are also seeing that's what happens when Snape does it. So for, however, for Queenie, you, you can't really tell until she says something to you that she was in your head at all. So it seems more realistic that Dumbledore would be that style of gillimans, Um, because Harry, Harry sees the look Dumbledore is giving him, but he doesn't, you know, he, he doesn't, feel his mind being read. So I'm thinking of Dumbledore being a Queenie type Legilimens. Also, Queenie, well, we'll talk about this next week. Never mind. Um, but her being in front of Dumbledore, being able to read Dumbledore's mind or being in front of Graves or, sorry, Grindelwald um, would be very interesting tactic I'm looking very forward to. But yeah, I was thinking about her planning next week's discussion and that's what I came up with. I'm writing the question right now.
1: Agree, disagree with anything we had to say today? Please email mugglecast at gmail.com or call in, use our voicemail line, 19203muggle. We also want to remind you about our Patreon, it is what keeps this show going. We really appreciate the support. It's been doing really well, and we're so grateful. It really means a lot that we're, we have support from our listeners. We actually recently just passed 777 patrons. Wow. Not only is that an incredible number, but 777. 777- Seven books, seven years in Puffs to Play. (laughs) (laughs) Lucky number seven. (laughs) By becoming a patron over on patreon.com slash mugglecast, you'll get benefits like an ad-free version of our show, early access to our show notes. You can listen to us record live every Sunday. We've been aiming for every Sunday afternoon, and it's going so well so far. And, of course, everybody's support is what made us weekly again. Which Yay. is so awesome, and it's been going well. I would say, yeah. Plus, there are a ton of other benefits. So, um, bonus Mugglecast, uh, our second one for April. Uh, Eric, you recorded something at that um, conference that you went to. That yes. sounds like
0: a Star Wars droid C two E two C two E two. It does sound like a Star Wars uh, Star Wars droid. No, it stands for Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo, so it's C C E E C two E two. Hmm. Yeah. Well, what do you record? Uh, well, I can't say it on air, uh, but it exists over I on can't? our Patreon. It's worth <laughs> oh, wow. it's worth It's Southern out. Hagrid.
2: It's Did our lawyers advise It's this? 45 <laughs> minutes of
0: Southern Hagrid. Uh, yeah, it's just it's a surprise. It has to do with, well, oh. let's just say that the guests this week that are there are Jason Isaacs, who plays Lucius Malfoy in Harry Potter and is cast in the new Star Trek. Still have to ask him about that. It's going to be amazing. And Ivana Lynch, who played Luna Lovegood so um and i've i i saw them in person so eric recorded one of them and
1: you guys got to listen to it not that's one other one yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) eric's afraid like there's gonna be some like (laughs) (laughs) it's totally fine it's It's
0: no it's completely it's it's wonderful um and you'd like it so cool
1: actually and i just want to plug this really quick when you are a patreon when you are a patron i always get Mixed up between Patreon and Patron. When you are a Patron, you will get a special RSS feed that you can add to iTunes or any other podcasting client that you use, and you'll get all the audio content, including bonus MuggleCast, including ad-free MuggleCast, delivered to your podcast app, just like the regular feed. So, so this special RSS feed replaces your existing feed, and you'll get everything in one easy spot. It's it's an amazing feature that Patreon created. Um, Really a game changer for podcasters on Patreon. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We didn't do the tweet. Did you? I have it. I have
0: it ready. Yeah, yeah. I'm... uh, Send it to me. I'm cropping it. I'm going to save it as drafts in the MuggleCast. (laughs) Okay. Hey, J.K. Rowling. It's Spielerman's birthday. We are asking the following question on his behalf. Colin. Are there characters we already know about from original HP, for instance, who possess Queenie's level of legilimency, telepathy? How rare is her form of the gift?
1: Okay, so you're posting the question itself in a in a screenshot?
0: Yes. Cool, smart. That's the thing to do these days. Well, it was 113 extra characters if I
1: didn't. Right. <laughs> um, even okay. even the founder of Twitter has started using screenshots to put longer messages on Twitter. Really? Like yeah, he did that. He like issued a statement one time with a screenshot. It's like, uh, okay, dude, you know there's a problem with Twitter when you have to do that. All right. I see Eric has just tweeted it on Twitter.com slash let's podcast. Let's Retweet. I'm going to retweet. <laughs> retweet, people. Let's go. <laughs> I'm retweeting. It's a, This is an effort. We need everybody to chip in. Southern Hagrid wants All to. All right, eat. everybody. I'm Andrew.
2: I'm Eric. And I'm Micah.
1: See everybody next time for episode
0: 318. Goodbye. Thanks, guys. This was a great way to spend my birthday.
1: Aww.